You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. Booting up a video game in class or at home might help students hone nursing skills, a new study suggests. A group of Australian researchers looked at the ways video game-based learning links to the development of decision-making, motivation and other benefits. I'm joined by study co-author Dr. Amanda Muller from Flinders University to discuss the value of video games in nurse education. Welcome, Amanda. Hi, how are you going? I'm good, thank you. So what are some of the games currently available that, that are or could be tailored to nurse education? Okay, so um, defining games is one thing. You've got gamification versus what maybe uh, an older generation would understand as uh, video games or computer games. So gamification um, would be something like maybe putting on a a leaderboard um, where the scores of students who maybe do some test quizzes, their names might be displayed up for the whole school to see um, as you know the leaders in that they might get badges so if you complete 10 quizzes you might get a badge um, put onto your user account um, and that's gamification um, scores might be given to you know how how quickly you might answer multiple choice questions uh, like you might get more points if you answer it quickly so uh, and that's not for assessment that's just so students can learn Now, games are a different matter. They're like the video games or computer games, which have a lot of interactivity, so they're not just elements of game design um, put into an educational setting. They're actually a game where the the player goes in and interacts with the elements in the game. Um, They might have a task to, to find something or to locate an item and maybe manipulate it or maybe... uh, They might have to choose the right path and they might set them off into a a different direction um, in the game story. So the sort of games that are around might be, say, for example, this Zygote, uh, You Make Me Sick, Plague. Now, for example, I think You Make Me Sick is one where the students learn about surfaces and how um, viruses might be on surfaces. And, you know, we're looking also at bacterial load. Um, So they can see through experimentation. For example, there might be a bit of food left out on the bench. Um, And in the game, over a period of time, you see it festering up with more bacteria. Um, So one of your tasks in the game might be just to to clear the bench off or not to use that area um, for preparation. So it's just really just a bit more fun and a bit more awareness of, educational content so the sort of things that you might maybe say to somebody instead they can explore in a gaming world and um, play with it a little bit in what ways did uh, the games that you included in the study help students hone or develop nursing skills okay so the one of them actually helped them with drug calculations and just drugs generally. Um, so that was one element. Um, it was filled with things like games based upon multiple choice and uh, drag and drop. It's, so it had it, some of it was gamification rather than games, but um, it was it was still what I would consider a, a game, um, and what we considered were a game. 
The other one was a game which helped students become aware of the confusable medication names, uh, where you have some students, particularly international students, they might mix up pethidine uh, and betadine, or they might mix up common uh, antibiotics, the kefir um, antibiotics. And this game had the medications which had been really confused, like they had actually been given uh, incorrectly to patients and had been, this information had been gathered from reports from, say, for example, SA Health, um, and also a little bit from overseas as well. So students had a bit of exposure to that. And they also got to hear and um, the games and relate it to the spelling. Another one was a, a handovers type game where the students could learn uh, medical abbreviations. Um, they get to hear them. The game involved catching the uh, the abbreviations in the form of little capsules that fell down um, from the sky, basically, and you had to capture the right ones, which had the abbreviation that you were told to um, to get. And the other one was, it's had 11 games, um, and they had subsections on themes of obesity and nutrition. Um, and basically, some of the gameplay was really simple, such as Hangman, um, tic-tac-toe and there were mini games and coding mini games as well so basically it's not really a huge amount which focuses specifically on nursing and that's something we found in our study but these games all showed promise and we know from other areas outside of nursing that games are very engaging for students um, particularly if you've got educational content where the students need a lot more exposure and repetition and practice. Um, the teacher just can't give that in the classroom, but you can do a bit more of this repetition and redo scenarios and redo situations and become familiar with nursing content um, if you get given the opportunity to do so in a game. Uh, and they just start the game over again and they get exposed to the same materials again until they become very familiar with it. And what are some of the other benefits that, that gaming brings about above that of other methods of learning and what are some of the potential issues that, that come with video gaming? So the benefits of games, if you have educational content um, which you don't have enough time to deal with face-to-face. -face. Um, it might be just becoming familiar with medical terminology or um, it might be something like um, walking students through um, a decision-making process, a nursing decision. It's very hard to give attention to students one-on-one, -on -one, but you can set up a game which walks through, a, say, a scenario and the, the students could play a decision, a, a nursing decision-making game and you give them decision points and at each point they get options or they might type in some uh, response and the game can automatically give feedback to the student and interact with them personally. So it's one-on-one. -on -one. So every time a student plays a game, it's a one-on-one -on -one experience for them. 
and you know that you're giving the student accurate information. Um, and you don't have to have just a correct or incorrect answer. It might be the answer that a student selects in a game or offers in a game um, might be somewhat correct, but this is probably a better option. Well, they may be given, let's say, a reward system. They may not get 100 points. They might only get 60 points, but they'll still get a reward for doing something which is useful, even if it wasn't exactly correct, because decision-making is not very um, black and white sometimes when it comes to nursing. Um, so the student might go through a whole scenario with maybe 20 decision points, look at their score and say, oh, I could do better, then go back through it. Now, while they're doing that, they're actually learning. They're learning about the options available. They're getting feedback on the options that they're choosing. Um, it's a safe environment. They're not doing this on real patients. They're actually just walking through a scenario a few times. They're motivated. Um, they can explore their decisions in a game. They can purposely choose a wrong decision and see what happens. And it might be built into the game that the patient is shown to have a very negative reaction. Mm -hmm. And they can actually see, oh, gosh, is that what happens if I make that choice? Mm -hmm. um, and basically, the student can take risks and have a bit of, I don't know, fun and, ex and explore. Okay, and that's not really possible. Can you imagine a classroom situation? First of all, we don't have the time to spend one-on-one -on -one walking through scenarios with students. And students can actually practice with each other if they like, but often with technical stuff, um, they may not be at the level of um, expertise to be able to provide good feedback to each other. Sometimes they are and sometimes they're not. Through a game, the teacher can control um, the delivery of information, the type of feedback the student gets, and it's motivating generally for uh, students to, you know, to be able to do this privately without losing face. Um, if they do go back in and they get like full the full game score possible, um, and they continue to do that through a number of gaming scenarios, um, using something like a leaderboard means that you know it will showcase that they've put a lot of time into this, and other students can see on the leaderboard that oh. You know, well, that person's, you know, doing quite well. So some students get motivated by having their name on a leaderboard. Um, other students don't care about that so much and they'll do it for personal reasons. But there's no one student that we're aiming for when we make a game. You know, people are going to get different things out of a game. But the advantages of the game is that it really does allow a safe exploration of a simulated setting with the timing, information, um, and educational content controlled by the creator of the game. I don't think you can kind of get that from a book or, say, just watching a video on a uh, learning management system. It doesn't have that level of interactivity. Some of the potential issues that might come with video gaming, um, people might try to unnecessarily make some educational content into a game when you really could deal with it in another way. A game costs a lot of money and time to make and sometimes it's not the right option to be chosen. For the student, another issue might be, for example, they don't have access to the technology to run the game. So 
or they may not have the proper connection to the internet. If it's a web-based game, they may not be able to play the game because it keeps cutting out on them. Um, some students don't like the um, interpersonal nature. Other students might find it's a little bit, say, childish. Um, they might dislike that. It's, I mean, you do get some, uh, not many, but some. Uh, if you don't design the game well, it can turn students off. So if it looks really clunky and it's ugly, then students will not be as engaged. I guess sometimes uh, technical ability as well. So n not all students are game players through their childhood and they may not be familiar with the format. So they may feel discouraged by the medium itself. So I'd have to say that would be probably more for your high-end simulated games that you get. Um, the commercial games, educational games usually aren't that complex. But they may not be familiar with the idea that, say, if there's a, a button sitting on a sidebar that you can click it and it might open up to extra information. They may not be aware of that. So, I mean, that's that's a slight disadvantage for those students. But again, it depends on how, uh, I don't know, just how adventurous the students are. Generally, if you're in a game, you just start clicking around and just exploring. So most of the time that's the case, but I can envisage a couple of students not actually having that sort of level of ex experience or exploration. Well, thank you for your time, Amanda.